Lots of channels, nothing to watch, especially if you're searching for the truth. It's time to interrupt your regularly scheduled programs with something actually worth watching. Salem News Channel, straightforward, unfiltered, with in-depth insight and analysis from the greatest collection of conservative minds like Hugh Hewitt, Mike Gallagher, Sebastian Gorka, and more. Find truth. Watch 24-7 on SNC.TV and on Local Now, Channel 525. The following program does not necessarily represent the views or opinions of the staff, management, or ownership of this station. The following program is sponsored by Max Out Savings Advisors. The views expressed during the broadcast are solely for entertainment purposes and do not necessarily express the views of KNTH, its management, Max Out Savings Advisors, or its sponsors. Max Out Savings Advisors and members of the Max Out Savings team may or may not hold securities mentioned during the show. Plan for your prosperity. Prepare for your retirement. Safeguard your savings. And nurture your investments. This is the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka, a presentation of Max Out Savings Advisors. Now, here's your host from Max Out Savings Advisors, Ted Gioka. Morning. Welcome to the Max Out Savings Show. I'm Ted Gioka, and we're talking savings investments in your retirement here on the Max Out Savings Show. Our show is all about saving money and building up wealth in the world today. Our motto and philosophy is to save aggressively and invest conservatively. That's the key to building up wealth over the long term. Save aggressively and then invest it conservatively. That that starts out with putting away money in your company plan, uh, and, uh, plus get collecting the 10%. And which is free money. So if you could, if you could put away ten percent and they match five percent, you're getting fifteen percent right away. Uh, and that's going to be put you in a pretty good place for retirement. In the world today, you have to understand with with two trillion dollar deficits, and, and that's pretty much what they were. If you if you take away the the three hundred billion that they got to put back into the deficit from last year, they took out from student loans from the Supreme Court avoided Biden's uh, uh, student loan giveaway, $2 trillion. Look, I, the, the, if you look at the numbers, uh, the, 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 the agencies say we're going to run out of money uh, for Social Security, uh, you know, depending on which one you look at, 2030. But candidly, the, the, their numbers, they don't look at, at, at a recession. They don't look at what's going on. Our deficits are running $2 trillion a year. We have 30 Four trillion dollars worth of debt. Uh, you know, it, it, the numbers are just staggering. Uh, of, of you know, of how quickly our debt levels are going up overall. And and, and it's we've added. I think in the last two year, last year, I think it was two point six trillion dollars in additional debt uh, in the system. And, and so it, it doesn't take a rocket scientist to, to realize that that look. There's trouble coming, probably most likely somewhere in 2026, that, you know, 27, they're going to start means testing. They're going to be putting additional taxes in, and they're going to be pressuring you with Social Security and your other savings. And so you're going to have to take care of yourself. Uh, look, let's be really clear. Social Security, Medicaid, these are all government programs. And actually, they're pretty good programs. I think they're well, you know, they've been well thought out and uh, you know, we, we have some disagreements. Maybe they, they need to change the retirement age, various things like that. But the, but the problem we're running into with these programs is, is simply this. We're living in a country today where the borders are in a state of collapse. People are pouring across the Mexican border. We're losing 100,000 additional Americans every year Joe Biden's in office because he's opened the border up through fentanyl pouring across the border. And it's remarkable. He doesn't even care. He's like, I'll take 100,000 casualties a year. Uh, you know, if I can keep the border open and flood the country with illegals, it'll vote for Democrats in the future. I mean, it's kind of like saying, look, we want the du- du- Vladimir Putin saying we want the Donbass region. And look, we're going to invade it. Yeah, it might cost us 100,000, 200,000 uh, Russians, but that's okay. We want this. Now, the Russians are horrified that they've lost, you know, that many people. People, believe me, across the board in Russia, but in the United States, nobody seems to care because it's been swept under the rug and, uh, and somehow made that these people are somehow villains that died from, 
from fentanyl when actually they're, they're being poisoned by a super lethal drug that's coming across our border. But So a country that's doing that, a country that crime is running out of control, the district attorneys don't even believe in the law, I mean, which is astonishing to me. I mean, you know, I, I was, we had a district attorney in our family, uh, in my family, and I remember him saying, you know, Texas is, Texas is a law and order state. He said to me, that came from, you know, the Germans came in, in, the, in the late uh, 1800s, the Germans poured into Texas, and they're, they're like big on rule of order and the law. And that's why Texas has always been such a, you know, there's very little, there's been very little corruption. It's starting to get out of control in the Democratic areas. Very little corruption in Texas compared to most places. Very little crime. You know, it was, it was, uh, you know, they had so many people in jail. I, I remember he, he, he sat there and had to uh, work on the, the, uh, the, the prison. So he was actually a chairman of the prison board at the time. It, 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 and, and, and William Wade Justice said, look, you got to, you got to build more prisons. His capital budget was exceeded Exxon to build them. I mean, we, we've always taken care of things in Texas. If we had good DAs that could do this type of stuff here, and all of a sudden we have these Soros DAs that say crime doesn't matter. And we have people walking into the proverbial Home Depot and taking whatever they want and walking out. Well, you know, Home Depot can afford that, but littler stores can't afford it. And it's putting people out of business. So a country like that with no borders, open crime, corruption everywhere, two rules of law, one for one for one set of party, one for the other party. You know, they had you you got justice judges now, you know, coming up with these kangaroo courts like what happened to Donald Trump yesterday with this, you know, uh, 30-year-old rape rape accusation uh, that was just you know, where he couldn't actually present any evidence, but she can say whatever she wanted. That's a kangaroo court. Look, the reason I bring this up is not to vote for Donald Trump or whoever or, or, or Joe Biden. The reason I bring this up to you is you need to understand, it's important to understand, that your Social Security, your Medicare is depending on a government that that is that that that, that that things are breaking down across the country. Uh, you know, we, we said it on the show, and I heard some other pretty famous people say the same thing. You know, uh, when they're in, in, uh, in uh, the Arab countries, the people come up to him, you know, the, some of these big buttons, they're like, what is going on? We don't understand what's happening in the United States. So so, so, so these the things that are happening have, have long-term consequences to, to, to what we're doing. And so, 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 so it, it brings into question the very foundation of Social Security, of Medicare. Can these, can we afford this? If, if we're running up two or three trillion dollars worth of debt every year, I mean, the, the, the deficit's going up and up and up. If interest rates get out of control, you could, it could lead to a, a collapse of the dollar or a hyperinflation both of which will destroy the Medicare system and the Social Security system. And so I think more than important than ever, it's more important than ever for you to sit there and, and protect yourself and understand this and, and save more money, save aggressively, and then conservatively manage it because the world is, is, is you know, they're, they're, you're starting to hear it from people. You know, we've been talking about this show for a while about this deficit. I mean, you know, what was it? Uh, we, we, I, I think over the last three months it was like three billion dollars, or three or four months it was it was it was two, two trillion dollars over the last thirty days. It was a trillion dollars of debt. This debt is just starting to spiral on us right now. It, it, now some of that was because of some some stuff we were doing with the the budget def, uh, talks and stuff, but. But, but this stuff is snowballing on us. The mathematics are, are becoming uncontrollable. And so what I want you, you know, I, I, it's, it's important to save that money, build up wealth, and, and, and have and protect yourself. You want to have, you know, you want to have uh, loans that are long-term fixed-rate loans. Uh, this is something we've talked about long-term on the show. You want to have, you want to have, have different assets. Having all your money piled up in the S and P 500 might feel good right now, but you know, chances are China just, you know, China. China's uh, stock market has gone nowhere. You've lost money in the stock market over 10 years. And by the way, that's not a unique phenomenon, you know, to China. That's happened numerous times in the United States of America. 
we've been able to, the market has gone up because every single time there's any crisis at all, the Federal Reserve starts printing money like crazy, cutting interest rates and bailing out the wealthy people in the United States of America. And then they, and then they start raising rates on, on, on working people in this country. We've got credit card rates at, at 24, 25%. Uh, which, which is, it, I, don't, I don't see anybody bailing out working people in this country. It, 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 and so we all know this is going to come to an end. Now, the, the, that's pretty clear. You can't have infinite deficits into this, the future. Every time there's a there's a least little bit financial slowdown, the Fed comes in and rescues uh, Wall Street. Uh, you got borders are collapsing. Crime is out of control. We, we know, everybody knows that can't happen. You're starting to see some of the elite class starting to say, wait, this can't continue. I mean, it's pretty obvious to everybody, but no one's wanted to say anything because they don't want to upset the Joe Biden apple cart. But but, but in this world, uh, we, we know this is coming. And the question is, how is it going to happen? This is why you listen to the Max Out Savings Show. This is why you're going to, if, you know, if, you, if you're on the Max Out Savings Report, we've got to get out another newsletter uh, on that one coming up here Uh to get 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 people keep moving forward on this, but but it is going to happen. There's going to be a day of reckoning coming sooner than later with these deficits. Next this next week we've got uh, a number of things coming up, but one of them is is the earnings of how. Uh, Excuse me, not earnings, but the re- is is the is the refunding. How how is the government? What percentage of the government's uh, debt is treasury bills, treasury notes, treasury bonds? Right now, it's a it's a pretty high number. I, I want to say it's like seventy seven percent is is treasury bills right now. It, 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 and what that what that's all about is is that. It's a very high number. Those are like six-month bills because they're hoping interest rates are going to go down. They're likely going to push rates down uh, to try to, to try to somehow control this deficit. So again, you want look a, a couple things we know: taxes are going to be higher in the future. There's likely going to be means testing. There's likely going to be uh, uh, it, it's going to be a, a financial crisis of some type. Uh, all of those, and one reason I say, said like Ted, why did? Because look, we all know that they're not going to raise taxes. They're not going to meet tests. They're not going to. They're not going to. Spending is going to have to be cut. Everybody knows that's not going to happen unless there's a severe crisis. You know, you keep in mind over the last twenty years, twenty twenty five years, probably thirty years. Every time there's been a recession, corporate America lays off people, cuts costs. Budget people, people that you know, they get worried in their in their house. They they cut spending, reduce the budget, shop a little less. It, except one group of people out there, and that's the government. The federal government, in particular, just keeps hiring more people. They never fire anybody. They never make any cutbacks. Well, the next time they're going to be the ones that are going to take the brunt of this. And so this is coming likely within eighteen months. We're going to see. We're we're fast approaching this time frame. And so you want to prepare for that. And so that's one of the things we really want to talk about here today is is so you can kind of understand where things are going in the world today and understand that this too shall pass. You know, the famous saying, this too shall pass and and just out of control government spending, collapse of the the borders, out of control uh, lawlessness throughout the country. These things are having an incredibly corrosive effect on the United States of America, not just on our finances, not on our control spending as well, but also on the rest of the world, how they view the United States. You know, they're starting to toss in with China, like, hey, China seems pretty stable. They got a borders. You know, they don't cry. You can't just walk into any store and take whatever you want. In those countries, you know, the, no, nobody wants lawlessness and collapse of the borders except for the Joe Biden and the Democrats in the, in the, in the World Economic Forum. Okay, no country wants that. If you go back a thousand years, if you go back two thousand years, if you go back five thousand years, I mean, we, we, we've got some writings going back five thousand years. It, it, it's always about borders. It's about security. They have taxes back then. It, 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 I cannot think of any. I, going through history, I cannot think of any country in the world where just allowed lawlessness uh, that the United States is, is, is doing today. Uh, it, it, even even in very corrupt countries, 
uh, you, you can't just walk into any store and steal whatever you want. I mean, it, it, it's truly a remarkable thing. It, it's really what, what, we're, what we're witnessing in the United States with diversity, equity, inclusion, lawlessness, uh, everybody. Get, it, it's, it's really, it's, it's much, the closest thing to it is really the cultural revolution in, 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 in communist China in the 1960s, where where things spun out of control, it, it, you know, they, they started going after the, the wealth, the perceived better family class, as everyone was all Chinese. They couldn't point fingers at, at skin color, so they said, well, you, know, you people are from the elite class, or you people are from the, the former business class, or had better families, and therefore you, you lived in the city, so you need to go to the country, uh, it, 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 which is just fascinating. It, 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 and so things started breaking down in China until they were able to get control again. And, and, and so so, so this is the world we have today. Tell you what, we're, we're up against a, a, a break we got to take. We'll be right back right here on the Max Out Savings Show. We'll give you some ideas of what you can do and how to protect yourself here in the future. The Max Savings Show with Ted Gioka is taking your calls now at 713-339-1070. Ted Gioka will return after these messages. Hi, I'm Sam Malone, the owner of Houston's cutting-edge media company called 512 New Media. At 512 New Media, we create amazing videos that companies use on their websites, telling their story in bold colors with exciting animation and graphics. At 512 New Media, we also shoot television commercials and instructional videos. And if you want to show off your business from the air, we're ready to go with our drone video aircraft. Let us help you create your media message. We're online at 512newmedia.com or call 281-822-8803. 512 New Media is Houston's only media creation and distribution company that's actually owned by someone who's currently on the air. And that gives us an incredible edge when creating content for consumers to use on their laptops, tablets, and smartphones. Standing by to create your message, we're 512 New Media, 512 New Media. This is Ted Gioka, host of the Max Out Savings Show, one of Houston's most popular financial radio shows, celebrating over a decade on the air in Houston, Texas. With stocks at record high valuations and interest rates near record lows, you need to have your guard up. You need to have a plan to manage risk to your retirement. Do you? At Max Out Savings Advisors, we have a risk-based value investing approach to your retirement. If you would like some help managing your retirement, go to MaxOutSavings.com to set up an appointment. That's MaxOutSavings.com. In the 1970s, the big song was the BG stayed alive. Well, it was difficult back then to stay alive if you were a retiree. Inflation was running rampant, and since then, over the last 25 years, it's gone away. Well, inflation's coming back, and it's going to endanger your retirement. If you're a retiree, inflation is your biggest enemy. Hi, this is Ted Gioka of the Max Out Savings Show. If you need help with your retirement, I'd like to help you out. Go to MaxOutSavings.com. That's MaxOutSavings.com, and we'll show you how you manage through inflation. Don't let inflation destroy your retirement. If you can snap your fingers, you can find this radio station. So the next time you want to listen to us, your smartphone is now your smart radio. We're always on. This is AM 1070, The Answer. Once again, here's your host for the Max Out Savings Show, Ted Gioka. Welcome back to the Max Out Savings Show. Why don't you just come up with some a couple things? I, you know, I heard uh, someone I, uh, uh, make some comments. I think it was Jeffrey Gunlock, actually. It, and he was talking about uh, uh, employment, and, and, he, and he made some comments because I noticed that, that you know they're all excited because core PCE, which is a uh, which is an inflation number, came in at two point nine, a two handle, which was so important. Inflation's going down, and, and, and unemployment's at three point seven percent, which is which is good. I mean, it, 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 it's pretty exciting. But you know, a comment was made. You know, if you listen to the Biden administration, they talk about the border. The border is secure. The border is under control. Well, I can't even believe anyone would have the audacity to say something like that. Uh, but they did. Okay. But if they're lying about something that is so obvious to everybody, they're likely lying about all types of things. And they're likely lying about a lot of the statistics we're getting right now. Uh as we say, uh, you know, about 3.7% unemployment, which is good, 
But if you look at it, about over 80 percent, 80, 85 percent of the states are reporting rising unemployment. And so it's real hard to believe that the rest of the states are somehow keeping the unemployment down. And, 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 And so at the state level, the state level is not telegraphing super low unemployment. The state level is telegraphing the unemployment is rising. And, 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 and I think that's the case. I mean, if you look at uh, the, 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 under, the uh, layoffs uh, were, were up about uh, 98% year over year here recently uh, and for the last month and so on from some of the statistics. So I'm not buying into this idea that that, that that we have this super. The employment is very low. Don't get me wrong, but it's starting to go up. But but what I want you to understand is is look, we have an election coming in. <clears throat> what are the drivers? What are the drivers for 2024? Okay, number one is the election, the presidential election, which means that the the, the Democrats, or quite frankly, whoever's in power is going to do everything they can to sit there and spend as much money as possible to make the economy look good and make everything look good and economic numbers. So so you, you so you're going to vote for that party. The we have a war. We have a war in the Ukraine. We have a war in, in Israel. And then we could you know at any you know if if China decides to come into Taiwan, the question is when we got a war over there. You know we're going to get into a war with Iran. We don't know. We have a war. We have a war, climate war. There's four wars there. You know I, actually I think there was five I mentioned, but we've been saying four wars. And, and, and then you have a super high stock market as well. And then you have inflation, so you got a lot of things going on. But the big things are really the wars and the and and and, and the and the uh, the deficits, the big deficits in the election. Those are the drivers for this year. So, so, so we have to believe, based on what we're seeing, that that, that we got to start questioning some of these numbers we're getting. The two point nine PCE uh, again, they, they're doing everything they can. We, we've talked about some of the other. Uh, jobless numbers have come out, and uh, I think over the last eight months, seven of them have been have have been, had, the next month have come out, and they've 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 reduced them up again. So more people requested job jobs than they said. They somehow missed them seven of the eight times in a row. It, 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 so we really have to, to to take everything we're getting from the Biden administration with a grain of salt because uh, it's pretty clear. I mean, I, candidly, I, I you know I could say that you know they're, they're going to try to make the numbers look good. I, th- these people have have proven to be basically bald-faced liars, and, and so it, it, you're pretty sure that when it comes to these numbers, they're going to do everything they can to, to to massage them or make them look as good as possible. And oh, we made a mistake. We, the next month we'll cover it. But you're seeing, but by then they'll they'll have another good number come out. So this is important to understand. So this economy is likely not doing quite as as as, as good as good as we thought. And so I think I think we I think we have to take that into account. There's we have enormous amounts of government spending, and, and enormous amounts of military spending, uh, defense work. I mean, to to rebuild as, as we're preparing for war and rebuild. I mean, quite frankly. We could have peace right now, and they've still got two or three years of, 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 of munitions rebuilt from all the munitions we've given to the Ukraine and Israel here. So, so, so understand, and the, the, these numbers here are not good, and, and that's why I, I think you have to start preparing for a slowdown. Now, maybe it doesn't happen in the next couple months. It's going to happen sometime later this year. We're going to th- see things start slowing down. If you really look at the numbers, our most recent, uh, we had a... Uh, Q, Q4 GDP was 3.4%. If you take away all the, the government additional spending, it was basically even. Keep in mind, our deficits are 6% of GDP uh, right now. That means we're borrowing 6% of GDP and spending it, which 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 is boosting up GDP. So eventually that's going to have to stop. What, what do we say? We're going to hit a wall with this. This Somewhere in here in the next 18 months, there's going to be a wall that's going to be hit with the spending. There's going to be big draconian cuts. Maybe they, they put together some some uh, high-powered commissions to look at entitlements. Uh, they, they raise taxes. That's going to happen. And, and, and so we're going to see something start to happen here now. Likely, they're going to be concerned about the budget, and they do want this. They do. They do want this. The, the interest rates to come down. So, in that world, I, I think we want to be looking at the numbers and looking at the thing. So, so, question is, where does that leave with the stock market? 
And, and I think there's some interesting some interesting things. The markets have been really been driven by this uh, the, the, the magnificent seven of these big tech stocks, and particularly with the AI hype. You know, and I want to run something by. I came across a thing uh, that that was put out here. I'm not sure who actually put this out. It was on Twitter, but it's interesting. It's the semiconductor, and the reason I'm bringing this up is if you look at that, uh, Texas Instruments is down from about 175 this week down to 164. Uh, Intel, which is which is in the chip sector, that's down. 12%. So if, if there's this huge thing for, this is in one day for Intel, if things are so great, why is Texas Instruments, why are why are uh, Intel selling off it, with the big AI boom and NVIDIA's up? The semiconductor industry is screaming at us that AI is all hype. Uh, yes, lots of uh, H. 100 GPUs. This, this is this is the the, the, the things you, the chips use for artificial intelligence. But even the AI data centers need CPUs, memories, and HDs. When you have AI implementations such as computer vision, controls, robotics, this requires specialized chips for efficient compute. Companies that provide these are all telling us AI is not going to deliver the types of growth. Intel's revenues down 14%, earnings down 78% year over year. They make uh, CPUs go into servers. AMD releases earnings next week, uh, which is pivotal, but year-to-date revenues are down 8%. Things down 85%. They make CPUs. Micron makes memories, uh, revenues up 15% year over year. Earnings are negative over the year. Samsung, uh, a chip, memory chip earnings down 78%. Western Digital makes hard drives. They're, they're going to have a loss for the year. Texas Sensor makes all types of chips for AI, such as computer vision pro- processes, robotic automation chips. Their revenues are down 13%, income down 30%. They, in short, uh, hardware is, looks bad for all, for AI except for one company, NVIDIA, whose revenue is up 200% year over year, and income up 1,200%. Even TSMC, which is, is, is Taiwan Semiconductor, uh, which makes the chips for NVIDIA, has had a 15, 1.5% year over year revenue decline and earnings decline of 19%. So what, what they're saying is is, is that it, 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 there's a lot of hype in the whole sector. The, the whole market's driven up by these tech stocks. But the question is, how much money is AI? And if the chips manufacturers outside of NVIDIA aren't making any money, where's all the money going to be made? And I think this raises real questions. Right now, we're really seeing a 1999-style blow-off top in, in the tech sector. And so I think you've got to continue to be cautious in there. The Wall Street Journal's got a story about uh, Apple. Apple is, you know, their sales aren't doing well for their phones, and they're making a lot of money on the on the revenues from the apps. But but they're, but they're becoming increasingly aggressive in charging people more and putting more restrictions on it. And, and if you think about it, if 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 you use a Mac or if you use an, a, a, a Microsoft PC, they don't charge up these big amounts. So how are they getting away with this? So that's the one of the most valuable. It's either between Microsoft or Intel, or Microsoft or Apple is the most valuable company out there. We, we just talked about about uh, Nvidia. Uh, the again, this is a lot of money. A, a, a lot of these tech stocks have gone way up. But if the chips manufacturing companies, which are producing a lot of the stuff, keep in mind it's not just the the Nvidia chips that that that. that that process the AI, but it's it's the servers, it's the it's the back office, it's it's everything that goes into those making those. And there there's different types of chips in those systems, and those guys aren't making much money. So really, how much out there of this is fluff? And, and it does look remarkably like 1999 with, with the tech sector. Uh, instead of Cisco, you've got Nvidia, you got Apple, you got Microsoft, and Yahoo. And, and back in '99, you had Yahoo and and Cisco and the companies like that. And so I, I think this is something that bears watching. We 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 you know we we talked about if you take Apple and Microsoft. I mentioned this a couple times on the show here recently. It, it, the, 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 their market caps are bigger than the energy sector, the utility sector, the materials sector. Yeah, what was the other one? There was one more sector as well. 
on, on there as well. So two stocks. In another way to say it, I think the I think I think it's the Magnificent Seven. If you take the, the the market capitalization of the Magnificent Seven stocks, which is your Apple, Amazon, Microsoft, Google, Meta, Nvidia, Tesla, their market capitalization is bigger than every other stock market in the world. Every other stock market in the world, the Chinese market, the Japanese market, the German market, the Italian market, these the whole whole market caps of those stocks uh, of, of, in those indexes it, uh, don't have the market capitalization of these seven stocks. And so this is going to be a problem going forward. So something to think about there, uh, the... So, so what we're really looking at here is, is again, so as we said, there's other sectors of the market. I just saw a story on uh, uh, Exxon. Exxon can pick up at eight times free cash flow, right? Eight percent of uh, free cash flow return, which is which is a pretty good return on the money, which in theory, Exxon can pay you eight percent of just out of their free cash flow in investing. That's not a that that's not a bad investment. If inflation goes up, oil and gas is going to do well. Uh, if you look at some of the mining sector, uh, the mining sector, I want to say, I want to say, Apple and Microsoft. This is going off of memory. Apple and Microsoft is about fourteen point two or three percent of the of the of the S and P five hundred. I think the mining sector was like point four percent. So you see, co- copper. Uh, we're making a transition, a couple things. We're making a transition to electric cars. Is everyone going to drive an electric car? No, but some people, the electric cars make good good sense. Of course, they can't pay $80,000 for the electric car, but that's another story. Uh, but in addition, we have AIs coming out. Well, AI, if you look at the, at the percentage, you realize how much electricity artificial intelligence is going to use? You realize how much electricity electric cars are going to use? All of those things add up. That, that requires all types of metals to produce that, 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 that electricity. It requires copper. It requires aluminum. It requires silver. Silver for the... Uh, for the solar panel, it requires actually some gold. It requires zinc. It requires all of these things. Requires that that we've got to rebuild our, our whole electric system. You got two massive, huge generate users of electricity coming on the market: artificial intelligence and electric cars. So, and we just said co- that the mining stocks are four tenths of percent of the S&P 500 compared to 14% for Apple and Microsoft alone. Well, maybe that might be a better place to pick up some of the mining sector. With inflation, mining stocks tend to do well. You got the mine, you're producing things, inflation goes up. Yeah, you have some mining costs go up, but your but your sunk costs in the mine are fixed. Uh, same with an oil well, your your sunk costs are fixed. You know, they got it. They got they got those 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 production platforms are coming on that they'll be producing for thirty years out there. Yeah, the the costs of the employees go up and some of their expenses, but the but but the but the sunk costs are set, and, and so they're protected from inflation. So so there are other areas. If you look if you look at this, this is much similar to the nineteen seventies. We, we have an inverted yield curve. It's been wait for I think eighteen months. Uh, I've got you got to double check that, but but it's it's it it hasn't been that long somewhere in that time frame since the 1970s. Well, the 1970s is when the the, the mining stocks went up. So I think that, I think there's going to be opportunities in this market. I think it's shifting over, and 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 I think you you've got to prepare for all these things and understand that there, that there's this different world. That, that's happening, and, and 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 you know the tech sector seems like it's the greatest thing in the world, but but again, it, you know we just rattled through a bunch of tech, uh, the, the semiconductor stocks that aren't that aren't making a whole lot of money right now, and yet, yet we have all this hype, and, and even remarkably that uh, TSMC, which is the Taiwan semiconductor that's making the chips for Nvidia that they're making a fortune on, isn't making that much money. So the valuations is how correct are these valuations? And understand it, it, there's going to be a lot of antitrust and a lot of regulatory action against the big tech companies because they're making money off of off of top proprietary uh, marketplaces. They're making money off of taking clients 
uh, to listeners' privacy. They're making money off of your information, and that's going to change in the future. And so all of these things are now coming about. And, uh, and see, I mean, and again, who's going to pay for all the electricity? Who's going to pay for everything to, to, to build this stuff out? So, so you know, maybe sometimes the picks and shovels might not be the, the chips, but they might be the, the metals and the other things to produce the electricity that's going to have to get this thing going. And that's what you want. To, you want to look at the world a different way going forward. And, and I think that's going to be the important thing for the next five and ten years because it's going to be a different world, and you want, you've got to protect yourself and, set, and, 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 and line your investments up to that type of world of of, of of higher inflation, of 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 of, of you know for, the compression of tech uh, earnings, decline in the stock market, and a and, and hitting a wall, a fiscal wall, and, and higher spending and spending cuts with the government. Those are all going to be big changes that are coming up, and, they, and we haven't even finished talking about the wars that that we, we're fighting at the same time. Tell you what, we'll be right back. And, and again, try to dig into some more so you can understand what's happening in the world today right here on the Max Out Savings Show. If you've got savings and investment questions, Ted Gioka has answers. Call the Max Out Savings Show now at 713-339-1070. We'll be right back. Hi, I'm Sam Malone, the owner of Houston's cutting-edge media company called 512 New Media. At 512 New Media, we create amazing videos that companies use on their websites, telling their story in bold colors with exciting animation and graphics. At 512 New Media, we also shoot television commercials and instructional videos. And if you want to show off your business from the air, we're ready to go with our drone video aircraft. Let us help you create your media message. We're online at 512newmedia.com or call 281-822-8803. 512 New Media is Houston's only media creation and distribution company that's actually owned by someone who's currently on the air. And that gives us an incredible edge when creating content for consumers to use on their laptops, tablets, and smartphones. Standing by to create your message, we're 512 New Media, 512newmedia.com. This is Ted Gioka, host of the Max Out Savings Show, one of Houston's most popular financial radio shows, celebrating over a decade on the air in Houston, Texas. With stocks at record high valuations and interest rates near record lows, you need to have your guard up. You need to have a plan to manage risk to your retirement. Do you? At Max Out Savings Advisors, we have a risk-based value investing approach to your retirement. If you would like some help managing your retirement, go to MaxOutSavings.com to set up an appointment. That's MaxOutSavings.com. In the 1970s, the big song was the Bee Gees Stayed Alive. Well, it was difficult back then to stay alive if you were a retiree. Inflation was running rampant, and since then, over the last 25 years, it's gone away. Well, inflation's coming back, and it's going to endanger your retirement. If you're a retiree, inflation is your biggest enemy. Hi, this is Ted Gioka of the Max Out Savings Show. If you need help with your retirement, I'd like to help you out. Go to MaxOutSavings.com. That's MaxOutSavings.com, and we'll show you how you manage through inflation. Don't let inflation destroy your retirement. If you can snap your fingers, you can find this radio station. So the next time you want to listen to us, your smartphone is now your smart radio. We're always on. This is AM 1070, The Answer. The Max Out Saving Show returns now with your host, Ted Gioka. Welcome back to the Max Out Saving Show. I just wanted to touch base a couple things. You can give us a call, 713-339-1070. Uh, if you get a question or comment, uh, the... The, the as you know, you can save uh, a certain percentage of your IRA four hundred one k's. It did if you're over a certain age uh, with the IRAs, the Roths, you can put away an extra thousand. They're going to start. Uh, they're going to start in twenty five. They're going to start indexing that inflation. And the RMDs, which has been a chore for us, is just we've been dealing with it. We're at Charles Schwab right now. We, we were happy at TD Ameritrade, and now we've moved over to Schwab. And that there's been a little bit of a, you know, learning curve, to put it as nicely as I possibly can, with some of the RMDs. But we, we got through them. But uh, the uh, for for 2023, uh, it's age 70. Three, at 73 for the RMDs, and that's going to stay that way to up to 2032. So 
so, so they've moved up the RMDs to age 73, which is, which is nice because a lot of our clients don't really like to take money out of the IRAs unless they need it, but you, you never know. Uh, they, they've also reduced the, the, the fees uh, if you miss your RMD to 25%, and if you correct the mistake quickly, uh, it's only 10%, which, which is a real positive uh, yeah, the, this is something because we're seeing more and more people working later on. Retire people. People seem to enjoy working more. Uh, you know, we just had someone just retired uh, seventy-seven. I was talking to him Friday, uh, and uh, it, but I, I think people are happier working longer. Uh, if if you do retire, if you do retire earlier, I would definitely find a, 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 a volunteer work something to do. Uh, uh, which, uh, I, and by the way, I don't think that's playing golf. Uh, you can do that going. But you really, uh, we, what we find is people live longer if they have something to do, if they stay active, those two things. And so if, if, you, know, if you can maybe get a second job, something you'd always wanted to do, even if it doesn't pay very much. I, I, I remember we had a, a really very wealthy client. Actually, his job, he had a job driving cars around for Enterprise. He liked doing it. He gave him something to do. You know, gave him some spending money, even though he didn't need the money. But I, I think that's important. I mean, you can do so, hey, or you can find some. Hey, I always wanted to do this. Maybe it doesn't pay much. Do that or volunteer. Those things are so important for retirement. I, I it, it, two things: continuing to have some type of of purpose in life, in staying active, even if it's just walking around the block uh, a couple times, walking a mile or two, uh, you know, every day or every other day. Huge difference. I, I, I remember one time I was talking to a doctor and we were discussing this, and, and, and he was Indian, and he said the Indians, the younger Indians, don't live as long as the, as the particularly American Indians, as the as the Indians in India or the older Indians, because the Indians, they, they you know, the old school Indians sit on the floor, so they would just sit on the floor. It, where the, you know, the, the, the more modern Indians, they just sit in a chair. And he said, well, the amazing thing is the Indians that are sitting on the floor, they've got to get up. And so they, they, they have to get up and down. And so their, their, their muscles are much stronger. and They're living longer. I heard the same story when I was in Greece about, you know, the, the uh, people weren't living quite as long because in the old days they would go up and, you know, it was very hilly where we were at. And they're like, they, you know, they, uh, these ladies had to go up and down the street, you know, down to the store and stuff and go over to see their friends, they'd have to go up and down the hill, and it, 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 so they live a lot longer. So that exercise, even walking around the block, is, is extraordinarily good for, 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 your, for your health and your, your quality of life and how, how long you live. And, and the healthier you are, the less you spend on medical. So it, it all adds up. You know, it, it's really purpose of life and exercise, two of the big keys. But, so we're we're talking about uh, again some some of the, pre- the the metals the precious metals we like that sector again very undervalued uh, it's they haven't really gone up gold's around two thousand dollars an ounce uh, I, I, if you had to ask me and say what's going to be I, I think silver will be probably one of the best performing assets for twenty twenty four it's it's down it's uh, we, you know, now we seem to be getting a clicking in the mic. I don't know where that's a clipping. I'm not sure where that's coming from. You can check that. Uh, so, 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 so all the, so the, again, those things. Shorter term bonds. Uh, it, it, looking at a couple things, uh, uh, the ten year bond is at about four point one five percent right now. And uh, looking at the, uh, let me pull up a chart on that. Looking at the. At the, it's come down from about five percent in November. This is when when Ben Bernanke came up with the big, "Hey, we're starting. We're going to. We're, we're not talking about rate cuts and and caused a huge rally in the market, huge rally in the bond market. It really bailed out a lot of banks because there, there was about six hundred and thirty billion billion dollars worth of losses in in the bank portfolios. I think that's likely why he did that. But but. Uh, so rates have come down. They went down to 3.8, but then they've risen back up to 4.3. Shorter term, a one-year bond, is, a two-year bond is at 4.3%. Remember we were saying buy two-year bonds, I don't know, six, six month, nine months ago, a year ago. So that was the opportunity when they were over 5% or close to 5%. 
Uh, one, year, one year bonds are 4.8, and six month bonds are at 5.2. Now we're the, we're the lot of of, of of treasuries right now, shorter term treasuries, uh, two year treasuries, those type of things. Uh, we're looking. One of the things we're looking at, as we said, we, we believe we're going to see some type of crisis in the future here. And we're going to begin shifting over time into higher-grade corporates, because I fear there could be some type of issue with the government market. When, 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 you're, you know, when, when your debt's going up a trillion dollars over 30 days or a trillion dollars over you know, three months, at, at some point in time, you've got to ask where's all the money going to come. The Fed can only print so much money. And so you could see something happen in the future. And so, so we, we've, we actually, we're doing some work on this. There's some really fascinating work on this about the, uh, uh, you know, what, what are the, some of the things they could do in hypotheticals if a crisis happens? It, it, and in a crisis, a severe crisis, sometimes Contrary to what people think, corporate bonds do better than government bonds under some scenarios. And we're, this is some longer-term work we're doing. We'll keep you informed with it. It'll be on the Max Out Savings Report. But for now, we, we like the, 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 the government bond sector. Uh, the other thing is it gives us a lot of liquidity. Uh, the other thing, there was a story this week about Capital One. They had a Cap, Capital One, the credit card company, had a had an account with it was you know the the savings 360 account. Well, interest rates went for over the last couple of years. They went on the Fed funds from close to zero to about 5.3 percent, which money markets are paying close to 5 percent. Well, what happened? They came up with the with the with Capital One 360 max or something along those lines that, that the interest rate went up but they had all this money parked in the in in the in the 360 account where they didn't raise interest but just a small amount in that account and this is becoming a real problem with banks and credit card companies you, you can bet capital one as interest rates went up raised their credit card rates but then with the people that had the money at the bank of capital one they didn't raise up the rates and this this is something you really have to watch. These banks are not your friends. Uh, we, we still come across people with, you know, hundreds, thousands more in, in banks getting virtually zero interest uh, on that. You really have to watch that. You have to buy a CD or you have to buy a money market fund or something to make sure that you're protected along those lines. Uh, that You know, the banks, uh, you know, they, they, they really uh, – I've been around long enough, and, and I, I mean, I can remember when – when you know had my first credit cards when the interest rates were very hard but then when the interest rates went down the credit card yield went down and what i noticed nowadays they really don't go down that much they seem to just keep going up and up and up i i think i, I we wouldn't own stock in credit card companies i think eventually we're going to hit a wall and i i don't see how we you can pay this People can pay this. We actually came across someone the other day. We're consulting with them, and they like really didn't have much money. We're just you know we're just trying to help them out. And, uh, and and I was surprised you didn't have that much credit card debt, but it, the debt was at twenty five percent. And like you can't, we're like you can't afford to pay this. And so, you know, you can't sit there and and and, and starve. And so. You know, I, I think there's going to be more of that because I, I, I think once credit card rates get to 25 percent, they're pretty much usury. And, 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 and unless they aggressively take them down, which I'd be surprised if they do, I think you're going to see a lot of defaults across the board coming up in that sector. So I, I think it's going to be very inter interesting times. I think actually that was one of the things we mentioned on our, our Max Out Savings report, which is, you know, opportunities and challenges uh, in, 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 in really severe challenges. And I, and I think that's where we're headed. I mean, I, I, again, you have to start laying your – you always want to be investing for the, for the future, not the next move that's going to happen, you know, following CNBC, what's going to happen in the next, you know, two weeks, but what's going to happen in the next year or two because that's, that's, what, that's, when, you're, that's when the money is made, the bigger money is made. And, and, and so uh, I think the tech sector – yeah, we could, we're clearly in a blow-off top. Now, does it go up another 20%? I don't know. But but I can tell you when it goes down, it's going to be pretty quick. And I can tell you we're headed to a, a fiscal crisis with this spending. And I can also tell you that, look, I know we're, we're in a wartime economy, which is inflationary. So the inflation's not going back to zero. And the spending is going to come up in, in, in somewhere 
and then our borders are wide open, crime's out of control. Look, we all know this is we're headed to trouble, as we said at the beginning of the show, and so you have to prepare for it. Higher levels of cash. We talked about the the the, the interest rates. The ten years four point one five. The two years four point three percent. This is government. Uh, one year is four point eight. The six month is at five point two. So you can get four and a half, five percent in money markets right now with some of your cash while you wait. Now, if rates go down and you want to be fixed income, that could hurt you a little bit. But if stock prices come plunging down and you're you're collecting four, you know, four or five percent on your money while you wait, that's not a bad return. And then you can buy something at at, at twenty, thirty, forty percent from what it is today or more. And I think that's that's the real key uh, to, to go to. So understand, the last decade since 2008, you put money in money funds, you got zero. Uh, and now that's changed in the last year. So that, that's a fundamentally huge change. So so by being a little more conservative, you're not really being penalized that much. Remember, Tina, there is no alternative. T-I-N-A, there is no alternative. Tina, because all I can get is I get nothing in money market. Well, that has changed. And so when this happens, this market, there's so much money in this market, and there's so much momentum followers and computer programs do it. When it starts going down, it's going to kind of cascade down quicker than people think. So anyway, those are some things. Uh, a couple things. If you need some help, go to our website, maxoutsavings.com. That's maxoutsavings.com. And you can sign up for the free Max Out Savings Report. Uh, we write about all these issues we talk about. We write about IRAs, about how to save money, how to build up wealth. It's completely free. It's called the Max Out Savings Report. And if you need some help, uh, you can go to the website, request an appointment with me. I'll sit down with you. We're here in Houston, Texas at Max Out Savings Advisors. Our home office is over in the Galleria area. Yeah, I, and I'll be happy to sit down with you. Just request an appointment. And we'll schedule something in and, and, and get you over there. I, I think there's some real opportunities coming up in this market. I think it's going to be a very – it's a changing world that people don't – most people don't understand. And when these changes happen, they're going to be rather rapid, and you have to be prepared ahead of time. Anyway, I hope everyone has a great weekend. And remember the motto in philosophy. But the philosophy of the Max Out Savings Show, which is to save aggressively and invest conservatively. So that's the key to building up wealth over the long term. By the way, fascinating. I'm really pleased to see Governor Abbott standing up on the border. It's about time. I think we're finally starting to make progress in so many areas. It's taken a while, but people are now seeing the light. Anyway, I hope everybody has a, a great weekend, and we'll see you next week right here on the Max Out Savings Show. <music> This has been the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka, a presentation of Max Out Savings Advisors. Join us next Saturday at 10 a.m. for the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka on AM 1070, The Answer.